Hello, welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. Honey, it's cold out here again. I'm just trying to figure out what is happening. Y'all Last week, get ready 67 for... degrees. Y'all now it's about get... to snow. Y'all about to get ready for another storm. So buckle down. It's oh, March. I know it's March and all you're expecting is wind, but it's just going to be when is this snow coming? Well, <laughs> it was windy yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I, you know, I thought somebody was trying to open up the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So... You know, I just don't understand some folk. And, and and I don't understand some folk that have kids and some folk that talk about folk with kids that don't even have kids. Um, And if anyone is trying to figure out what we are saying, we are talking about uh, the, for me, the unneeded apology from Kirk Franklin. Can I ask a good question? Okay. Who who is saying there's a, an apology needed? That's what I'm confused at. Like No, no, no. I I will say okay. He felt I he felt and I just believe that because people he's a he's an influencer, gospel influencer that because what was leaked um and let's just let's just go back. So Kirk Franklin's a strange, I'm going to use what they use, a quote-unquote, a strange son, carry-on. 33 years old, mind you, but yet still his child was disrespectful in recording a conversation that he and his father, Kirk Franklin, were having and then posted it to social media. So, the apology, like I said, I believe is because he is a gospel influencer and he's reaching people, you know, and uh, for, 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 to Christ is that he felt that because of those people, yes, who heard all of the expletives and, and then those types of things and the language were taken aback. So he felt that he had to apologize for that. But see, so his apology is not to the son, but to those that felt that he felt he offended by his language and choice of how he dealt with this whole difficult situation. Exactly. Okay. Well, first of all, he doesn't, he does not, okay. He can apologize for his behavior, but to people in general, he doesn't owe an explanation. He Thank needs you. to go before God and ask God for his forgiveness because that's more important than all of this. Mm-hmm. Secondly, secondly, what was this son attempting to gain? Because for, at the end of the day, let's all understand, we've all fallen short of God's glory. This man is human mm-hmm. and whatever exchange might have taken place previously we're not privy of okay thank you we don't know the details of it he is human and i know 
sometimes your kids can push you to that moment of Lord if you don't arrest me that old man in me is about to rise up and that's what what you say (laughs) honey yes I understand I understand and that's what happened that old man and Kirk Franklin rose up and we do not know again what this whole exchange the backdrop and we only know him as a re, as a as a gospel recording artist mm-hmm. we do not have a personal connection with him and therefore we should not expect that but really the whole objective here is is the disrespect the fact that this man cuz we talking about a man even mm-hmm. though it's his son this man this seemed to be a whole thing of exposure and garnering public support for what he thought in his mind was the right thing, which was totally disrespectful. We know that the Bible says, come, let us reason together. That means in decency and order. Let's talk about what we have in the way of differing opinions. And yes, those that are more mature in the Lord we have to learn self-control even in d- turmoil. Yes, we indeed. do. You know, and again, <clears throat> Kurt fell short on that. And, yeah, and it's, but again, like you said, he is human. See, you, exactly. I'm, I got, see, the whole thing got me rocking like Sophia from the color purple, oh, honey. Lord. Because, see, because <laughs> I already know. I already know. Because, and I'm talking about, let's talk about the children. Because, see, I remember when, before I had kids, it was, oh, I'm never going to tell my children this. And I'm never going to say that to my children. And I'm never going to do this with my children. And I'm never going to tell my children to shut up. Mm-hmm. Honey, they shutting up, mm-hmm. shutting up. Because, see, it, they take to their limits. You, like I say, look, do you want, you want nice mommy or you want crazy mommy? See, because they will take you there. Look, you try as a parent to raise your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. But let me just say this. They have their own minds, their own agendas, and they're going to go forth with them. And sometimes you don't want them to go where they want to go. But when they want, they go there, they're going to take you there. And it's going to be something because, see, I have had time and time again. Oh, I mean, I had to pace the floor. I was walking around like silly from the color purple. Then... When my kids understand, they understand when mommy is about to just really blow her top when I start tearing because it just be like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, I just Jesus all because it keeps me from cussing. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, it's, it's clear that the Bible says that to spare the rod is to spoil the child. Mm-hmm. And just like God loves us, he chastens us when it's needed. We don't, we don't like, no, nobody likes the rod of correction, but disciplining a child is all about, just as you said, training up a child in the way in which he should go. When he gets to a, the age, or as they say today, the big age mm-hmm. of Kirk Franklin's son, there's some things he should have learned in life about respecting your elders, respecting your parents. The Bible says, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the earth. Yes. You know what that is. But the fact that the fact that they make so parents make, and I'm talking about parents who have given over their 
their lives to raising a family, make Mm -hmm. tremendous sacrifices. And when you develop a sense of no appreciation, an air of entitlement, Mm -hmm. you become disrespectful. You know more than they know. And again, like you said, plenty of kids go, when I get, if I have kids, I ain't doing that. If I have kids, I ain't taking them to church no every day. If I have, you know, because your eyes and ears of understanding are clouded at this point. God has given parents a charge to train up a child and that's their responsibility and obligation so that when the foundation is laid, that there would not be days of hardship. And I understand children are going to make decisions, not children, but young adults. And as they grow older, when they come to the age of accountability and making their own choices, they are going to make choices that we don't necessarily agree with as parents. But we have to just give ourselves over to the notion that the things that we have raised and instilled in them in the way of a foundation will have root. And the things that something that I was raised by old school mama, she was only five feet tall but she ruled that house of seven children like a captain at sea yes indeed took no less than everything of your very best that's you wasn't gonna do that she wasn't happening and had no problem dealing with you not at all as she would have said you don't value your life do you Okay. Okay. You know, we, we, you know, you have to, but there comes a point where there has to be a, a a thing of tough love with your children. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to say, okay, you think, you know, more than I do here. It's time for you to be, as my mother would say, that tub that stands on its own bottom. See, now you're going to get out here and you're going to see some things and that you may return and are prayerfully healthy and whole and say, you are right, mom. I get it now. And there's been plenty that have looked back. Some have actually looked over a coffin at that point and saying, mm-hmm. you was right, mom. You know, you know, listening as you say so many times, saves lives. It surely does. When you get to the point when you think that you know more than your parent, you need to step off. You need to get out. (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, let's step off, get out, however you leave, and hit the bricks. I have have threatened. I'm serious. I'm like, look, you want to act like this? You want to, you don't want to do what you're supposed to do up in this house. Well, let me pack your things and you can go and be with your daddy. How about that? Oh, no, mommy. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause see, you know, it, you know what it looked like over there. You don't want to go over yeah. there. See, and there are so many. See, you offer daddy. Some folks say, well, then you just going to boarding school. Oh. Since... <laughs> okay. Well, I ain't got that kind of coin, honey. Right. But... <laughs> but since you can't listen to me, let's see how you listen. To... I'm going to pay somebody and see how you listen to them. But it's just, it's just ridiculous because there are like Ricky Smiley even gave a great um, uh, uh, example of it. You know, there are children who 
who who are burying their parents. They don't even yeah. have a chance to say sorry. They don't even have a chance to say I knew. They don't even have a chance to develop anything with them. You know, but mm-hmm. then the ones that have them, you disrespecting, you're being disobedient, you're rebellious, you throwing tantrums and you know, the parent, let me tell you something. It's stressful. It is stressful. And that that goes in the realm of health. You know, it's not healthy. It's not a healthy environment when you have a child pitting pitted against the 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 adult, the parent. You know, it it is just you're you're trying to do what's best. You're trying to tell them and look. Again, come from old school. You know, we have the belt. And let me just say this, folk that are listening that don't believe it. Oh well, no, I'm not going to beat my child. It's time out time. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. See, we are not using the belt as a weapon okay yeah you're not so we're not drawing blood (laughs) not breaking any bones you know sometimes a good thrashing is needed (laughs) but then there are some times when you can can just talk to your child exactly and when it comes some children you can appeal to their intellect exactly i know i was gonna i was gonna beat my middle child and the holy spirit said talk to him (laughs) and i was obedient yeah i was obedient i started talking to him honey the waterworks came as if i had drew the belt and and you know see that's the conviction that can work for some Mm -hmm. children but other kids it's sometimes like how my mother would do start at your ankles and draw all your clothes <laughs> up around your neck and she pull you to her mm-hmm. yes you i had that happen before <laughs> you can't breathe mm-hmm. but you understood and you recognized authority and see that's what a lot of kids lack today yes recognizing the authority and respect of a parent that they're going out sacrifice working two and three jobs just so that you could have this that and the other and lord have mercy oh <laughs> instead of hearing go outside and get me a oh goodness i never got to that point but i do have i have cousins that mm. they said oh yeah they, them, if those parents sent you outside to get a switch you better bring back something nearly as big as a tree yes because they go get it you really gonna get it's killed. over <laughs> it is O-V-A-H. But, but when you but when you look back at people that even tell stories like that Look at how their lives turned out. They're alive. They're better for it. They have greater understanding of respect for for parents. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. Now these kids, now they want to think it's okay to call you by your Ooh. first name. No, baby, we're not mm-hmm. social equals. And, and, try. And, and and the whole what? Oh, that ooh, that hurts me mm. in my soul. I can't. You were never allowed <laughs> to say what? Mm. Oh, if you were, you had better been miles away and talking to a wall. And if they heard you, it was over. <laughs> it, it is. It's just. It's very sad because. As I look at some of these youngsters today, and I'm not even talking about the millennials, I'm talking about even preschool age. And, you know, they're, and excuse me, and I'm going to say this, they're wimpy. These kids, pre, preschool, elementary school, I'm going to use elementary school age, they are wimpy. And I say that because that is how the parents are raising them. Like before, when we were younger, 
when we were doing, when we were what playing the dozens, you know, that's what they called it back then, you know, we're, or they're, you know, some, some, um, uh, cities, they call it Jonin, you know, or, you know, you're just ragging on people or it, it's just for fun. It's all for fun. Now it's, Oh my gosh, he told me this and he told me that. Oh, now you're a bully. You know, it's, it, it, they take it to a different level and then they have the cell phones. So the cell phones have made it worse because look, you can do what you need to do with your child and not be affected. But now that the cell phones out, oh, they're, they filming you they're they're, you know, loading it up to Facebook live and, and, and Instagram live and. They're, 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 you know, recording you and sending it out on social media and see mm-hmm. the, what other also don't understand. I don't care how many followers you have. You don't have that many friends. You don't. Amen. You that. don't. You could have a million followers and be the talk of the town, but you may only have three friends. So all of those people that you sent that to that they're listening, they're watching what went on in your personal life is judging you, ridiculing you, mocking you, laughing at you. Mm-hmm. And now you can't even take it back. So when you yeah. go out and do stuff and you try to get a job, guess what's following you? That's right. And see, the, those t- types of choices can impact future choices of no, and we don't need that over here. But you know, the other part of what you were saying, see, I'm a firm believer. Personal matters have no place on social Not media. Number one, all those that are on listening, they only hearing your side. But anyone with half sense knows there's two sides to every story. And they don't know the backdrop of the story. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to post this thing and 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 now you just rallying people oh yeah you're right you're right yeah I would have told him off I would have told her off I would have did this that and the other and so they're writing a check for you and don't have an account and here we are in a situation where people are doing this kind of stuff to expose what they think expose people because it this seemed like a, a, an entrapment of exposure, mm-hmm. but then you have people again that don't know the details or the backdrop of the story, haven't even considered the other side of the coin, and they're boosting. Some of them are 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 laughing at you, as you said, but they're trying to boost you by saying, "Yeah, you were right in what you did, you know," and and you're owed this, and you're deemed this, and it's like come on you don't know these people from a can of peas and and, you know that's what I call the the stone throwers you know because when Jesus drew the line in the sand and they were about to stone the um the adulterous woman you know he said look anybody was without sin go ahead and cast the first stone so everybody who is putting their little uh, two cents in and commentaries and all that kind of thing saying oh he's wrong and he's she's wrong and oh yeah you should do this and you should do that they're not even thinking about the skeletons in their closet and see and that's that's an okay. issue you're listening to people one that you don't know reading comments from people that you don't know and 
it's getting you fired up for what reason you have no idea who these people are and what their background is and their lifestyle is but you mm. want to listen and read commentary saying oh yeah yeah you're right you're right you're right go ahead and do it no deal with you okay exactly now see the world has something that they call karma Mm-hmm. But the Bible has something that it says, sowing and reaping. Yes. You're going to sow to the wind, to the wind you're going to reap. The very same measures that you extend to others will be measured unto you. And so you got to be careful of the things that you put out here because, you know, if the, the, decency and order means a lot. And res and resolve what public resolve only comes about when there is a exchange of listening to each person and understanding each person's perspective. And even if it comes down to the point where you say, well, we agree that we disagree. That it can be, that I suppose if people have that mindset, it can be handled in that way. That we just don't see it that way. But to the point where you want to start name calling and physically throwing and just having a fit, it, you accomplish nothing. You've only further driven a wedge into the, into the relationship. Now we all want to say, you know, we want to be right with God, but if we can't be right with each other down here, we can't be right with God thinking we're going up there. <sighs> so there's resolutions, first of all, to be made with each person within themselves. And then they need to come together and, and think about, you know, this communication wasn't effective. Mm -hmm. This communication only created a further divide. And we are called to love. God calls us to love. And yes, sometimes that love is even tough. <laughs> How tough was it for him to give his only begotten mm. son up? Okay, that was some tough love. But sometimes our tough love has to be a distancing of letting people see things for themselves and through their own eyes, without our words of encouragement, without our resources to support them, they have to stand on their own two feet. And there's some things that they'll see then. There's some things that they'll come to understand. Yes, indeed. You better, you better put all the love in me segment all up in all up in our conversation. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. No, but you know, you know, God, He He says, be angry, but sin not. It is okay mm -hmm. to be angry. It is perfectly fine to be angry, but sin <laughs> not. Because <laughs> honey. Look, hey, Jesus was angry, honey, when he went up in there and he saw folks was cavorting and 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 gambling all in the temple. He would start throwing yes, over tables. So yes, Turn it's okay to over. be angry, but sin not. And mm -hmm. you have to have that level of self-control. Because let me, yes. let me let's let me just hey. I'll be in the kitchen and my kids be acting, and yes, I'm gonna say acting a plum fool. Mm-hmm. And you have already had the stress of the day. I'm in the kitchen trying to cook. You know what I have to tell them? Don't come in here. I got sharp objects. Yes, 
Oh, because and, and, and I'm not saying that I would do anything to hurt my children, but you have to remember there's gotta be a cool, especially with everything built up. It's like, look, just I'm giving I'm look, stay, just stay away. Just stay mm-hmm. away. And yeah, my mother would say, You never beat a child when you're angry. Mm-hmm. See, that's why you, why I say you need to have that five minute Jesus moment. Get yourself together. And and and, and it's okay because I remember many times when she's like, Okay, you're gonna get a beating for that. And the worst part of that was waiting. Ooh. Your throat got dry, you start pasting, you sweating, you didn't know when it was <laughs> you just stressing yourself out even more. Hey, you starting to have all kinds of remorse before the the uh, beating, and and see that's the hard part too. When a parent says they're gonna beat you, they gotta deliver. Now the first time is hard. That that's hard. I know that was hard for me delivering a spanking, but you know you you get you get that tough skin because you know you're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and you know again a promise of a beating and then the wait for it to come mm. was was the that was more anguish than the beating itself because mm. <laughs> you didn't know and look and we won't even talk about how they pick up things and beat oh, them. Hot wheel, a hot wheel track uh. beat. Not kids. I should see wait, wait, wait you have to understand wheel. Folks, it's like, wait a minute, a Hot Wheels. Some people say, what's a Hot Wheel track? So other people are like, mm-hmm. your mama did that too? So other people are like, wait a minute, should we used to be uh, reporting folk? No, because this. No, you got a couple wait, well. Let me just say this. Me, all you can stand is a couple swings. Wait, you- <laughs> I had, we. there was a um, something so that the community could know who the police officers were and, and things like that and dealing with child safety. So I was up there and I asked the detective, I said, let me ask you a question. If um, my child, you know, there's like, a, you know, a, you know, there might be a little mark on the leg or something like that. So would, would that be an issue? She said, well, what school? I said, oh, no, I homeschool. He said, oh, you fine. I was like, okay. One time I was watching a, a documentary on on children and discipline, and this woman told the police officer, take him because I can't do anything else with him. And that was so hurtful because I said, you're turning him over to the mm. law. And now they don't, you know, they don't care. Yeah. His life is little or nothing in their sight. But as a parent, you don't give up on your child, mm-hmm. even if it's the tough love of, okay, you go over there. You haven't given up because God un- continues to understand that there is difficulty in this process. Look at us. We're his children. Mm-hmm. Some of us still don't seem how to know how to get it together. But we have to continue to support our children with our prayers and we have to continue to un- let them know when you're ready, we can talk, you know, leave that door open, you know, don't, and don't make it a thing of turning them out into the street and definitely not into the hands of the law. Cause we have seen that they don't care. Oh, yeah. See whether folks know it or not, 
prison is a very big business and they bank on return guests <laughs> as they consider it, you know, because that's their money. But, you know, we have a responsibility and an obligation to our children to support them. Yes, we don't agree with things, but the support that I'm talking about is in love and understanding that when they come to the knowledge of understanding about life and respect and parents, that's the time to reopen that door of conversation. And that's that time that they'll understand some of the things that you may have said will ring heavy in their ears and in their hearts that you were right. Because, we, see, we think of our parents when we're young like that. They don't know nothing. They ain't done none of this. They ain't run none of these games. <laughs> well, we might not have run all these games you're trying, but we know about exactly. it. Exactly. And, 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 you know, I just um, want to just live, just give a, a plug. I have a friend, and uh, her name is Kanisha Gill, and she's a therapist. Now, sometimes you get distraught. And, and I know in many cultures, therapy is like a, a taboo word, but it's something that needs to happen. As her, she has a motto. She said, pray and go to therapy. And so I, I really believe there is nothing wrong with talking to somebody else that you don't know. I mean, what are they going to do? You know, they're not going to tell you, tell air your laundry, but it, they're there to assist in some sort of way. You know, because there are mm -hmm. times when, okay, I can't take this anymore and I need to mm -hmm. get it out, you know? And yes, we talk to ourselves in those moments and we talk to God in those moments too. But sometimes we need to talk to another physical being that can at least, we can hear their side, you know? And, mm -hmm. and, and maybe there we can have some structure in terms of with even with parenting and children they have family therapists there are pediatric therapists and then you know and you, it has to be done it just it has to be yeah. done and there's nothing wrong well, with that's therapy how you put, that's how you put the work in <clears throat> and again sometimes having someone who is outside an unbiased opinion can help you see maybe a different perspective, something you didn't consider, exactly. something that maybe, maybe even your parent might've said it. And then it's like, but it falls differently on your ears because here's somebody that doesn't exactly. know. Exactly. Exactly. But they have, they have some insight to where you're headed mm -hmm. because, you know, it's like a train wreck. You know, you don't, you don't want to continue to go the same way because you're getting the same thing, the end result. And that is called crazy. You know, doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> expecting a different result. It is called insane, crazy, dumb. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, no, I'm just, I'm, the, I'm real. I'm just going to say no, it like this because sometimes people need to hear it like that. Hey. You're keeping it right on yeah, track. But listen, because... I know we can go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> we don't want to do Lord. that. So listen, we do want to pray for you. Lord, we ask you right now to bless the listeners and their families. Keep them safe, protected, provided for. We ask you, Lord, to bless the Franklins. Lord, give carry on yeah. peace and, and, and comfort. Give him an encounter with you. Lord, we also ask yeah. you to bless Kirk in this as well, Father. 
Give him peace and comfort, Lord, that both of them repent on this, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask you that all, that you bless all parents, Father God, and the children, that they become mindful of what they say and what they do, and that all that they say and do is in love. In your name, we pray this. Amen. 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 Sending out love, strength, and peace unto all the parents raising yes. children. Because we're raising children in this this t- day and age is no easy. And single parenting ain't neither, honey. No, it ain't. But listen. No, indeed. So, if you see something strange, hear something odd, always remember to say, what you say? Until next time, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.